Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about a very popular but also controversial topic, and that is people's view of AI in general. And specifically, we're going to be talking a little bit about how people are thinking about this when it comes to, you know, politics and everything in that nature. So this is going to be a interesting podcast. Buckle up. Let's dive in. I think the first thing to say is that a significant majority of U.S. voters, um, and this is members of both the Republican and Democratic, those are two major parties in the U.S., um, have expressed their concerns about the risks associated with AI. So I think there's kind of this broad appeal for federal intervention to kind of mitigate some of these risks. A lot of people are interested in that. Um, and I, I'm not saying whether that's good or bad. I'm just saying I hear that a lot. And I think in a recent poll by a newly formed Artificial Intelligence Policy Institute, um, this data has been you know, shared with a number of different organizations, in particular Axios reported on it. And so there was a couple of really interesting little stats I wanted to cover. So something that I thought was interesting, if we're kind of diving a little bit deeper into the numbers, the data actually shows that there is a big preference among respondents um, of this survey for federal oversight of AI, rather than just letting tech companies kind of police themselves. This is kind of interesting, and it's it's interesting because I hear two different perspectives on this, um, especially when you're talking about politics. I feel like you'll see uh, liberals and progressives talking about uh, the fact that there is different biases um, in these AI models that they're worried are going to harm people or perpetrate uh, you know harmful biases, and so they would like uh, the government to actually help enforce the regulation to avoid those. That's what I'm hearing from that side. And then from the Republican GOP side of things, I'm hearing them uh, talking about the fact that they feel like these AI models um, have biases towards liberal ideologies, and they're worried that uh, there's not a neutral, unbiased approach. They're worried that uh, their perspectives are not being reflected in these AI models. And so it's kind of interesting because the it's, you know, essentially there's different complaints, but they're from two different sides of things. Um, that's what I'm hearing. So according to their surveys, an overwhelming 82% expressed their skepticism, saying uh, they didn't place their trust in tech executives to adequately regulate AI. And this is kind of interesting that we're seeing both sides of the aisle, um, people from, you know, all walks of life in the United States, uh, essentially not trusting the tech companies and w wanting the government to come in and regulate it. And it's interesting because... You know, they, they would like it to be regulated in different ways, but I think there's kind of this broad distrust. We're seeing that, right? 82% um, skepticism and distrust for tech executives um, as essentially people are believing they're not going to do what they would, you know, what they're saying they will do or what they think they should do. So I think another statistic came out that said more than half, I think around 56% of people surveyed are in favor of a designated federal agency taking charge of AI regulation. Um, and only 14% actually opposed such a move. And I think this is also very interesting. This is not surprising in any way to me uh, that there is, you know, a bunch of people saying we need a special AI agency. I think the big concern probably both from the left and the right is the fact that um, the government is not traditionally very tech savvy. Um, you know, like just getting some random person for the, from the government to be in charge of AI, you know, for example, like let's say you got your vice president and just said, Kamala Harris, you're in charge of AI, which I think we did. It doesn't give a lot of confidence to the voter considering Kamala Harris has no experience in, you know, or background in AI and, you know, what that entails. And it's 
kind of embarrassing sometimes when she talks about it. Now, I'm not saying if Kamala Harris is a good or bad person, but, you know, like, let's be pragmatic. Let's look at the, her track record. She has a track record with AI. Therefore, a lot of people are skeptical about her being in charge of AI. I don't think that's too controversial to say. Um, what I will say in regard to that is I think it's really big to see only 14% of people opposing a specific agency for AI, right? I think their concern is that it's going to get thrown out to the vice president or to um, some members of Congress. So there's going to be a panel of people that aren't experts on this and they don't want that. They say, let's just make an agency that specializes in this, that knows the problems, that knows the pros and cons, and that can regulate it according to that. I tend to kind of believe, uh, agree with that. Um, approach and it would appear that a majority of Americans do um, and a majority of Americans are not you know opposed to that so I think that 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 is kind of interesting so I think you know some of the significance of the findings here um, finding you know common ground on policy matters is really hard to do in today's day and age uh, American politics is incredibly divided it's very polarized um, and I think that you know, a really st strong endorsement of fresh federal mandates is very hard to find from the right or the left. Um, and so I think that, you know, this new uh, poll kind of sheds some light on these, essentially the gradually diminishing trust that we have in the tech giants. People aren't, people are not very trustworthy from, from any perspective of uh, tech giants and what they're doing. And they have a lot of skepticism um, that they're, you know, doing what's in their best interest because in, at the end of the day, um, you know, that's, they have a board of directors, they have a fiduciary responsibility to their own company and not necessarily to the American people. So I think we're kind of unpacking the data. There was around 1,001 uh, participants surveyed. This was between July 18th and 21st, so relatively recently. Um, and another interesting statistic from this is that 62% of people expressed varying degrees of concern over AI, while only 21% indicated they were somewhat or largely excited by it. So I think this is interesting, like a, a pretty strong majority uh, has concerns um, and a small minority is just purely excited, right? I think there was a lot of pure excitement and hype at the beginning, but as we start uh, to kind of see its limitations and what it does and it becomes, you know, less of this wow factor, now people are starting to say, well, I do have some concerns about X, Y, and Z. So uh, a massive 72% are in favor of a more measured pace of AI development um, contrasted with 8% that are advocate that are advocating for acceleration. So this is again very interesting, right? Usually when there's technology, everyone's like, you know, I wish this iPhone was twice as fast, twice as thin, and could do X, Y, and Z extra things. Let's accelerate the, you know, let's accelerate the technology here. I, like that would be something that I would expect to hear. But when the the implications of AI are so vast, I think people really are quite cautious and want to take a very measured approach with it, which I think is wise and um, something that. You know, we, we are sort of seen in some ways, but in others, we definitely are, are far from that. So I think there is a shared sentiment among around three quarters of both Democrats and Republican respondents um, that they think there is the potential existential threat AI could pose to humanity. So that is also very interesting. And a staggering 86% of uh, survey respondents said that AI might inadvertently trigger a catastrophic incident. So, like, that is close to 90%. Pretty much everyone agrees that there is a potential that AI triggers a catastrophic incident. And, I mean, if you look at the rate that AI is getting integrated into the enterprise, into healthcare, into the military, into all different sectors, um, and if we've seen the capabilities it has, you know, it, it is something that a lot of people are worried about. So, 
if we kind of move to kind of the global sentiments on AI regulation, U.S. adults are not isolated in their preference for a more regulated AI landscape um, over, you know, just kind of like a laissez-faire approach. So an international study on AI actually came from KPMG earlier in February, and it found that out of 17 major nations, a majority, which is 71%, agreed on a necessity for AI regulation. The UK is also kind of weighing um, in on the debate, while many are very optimistic about AI's potential benefits, like expedited airport procedures and enhanced cancer detection. I think a concurrent survey revealed that 62% of British adults advocate for established laws governing AI use. Um, but there are a few different caveats to consider here. So I think, you know, this kind of widespread endorsement for AI regulation doesn't automatically translate to faith in democratic governments to craft effective regulations. In the KPMG report, there's oh, plenty of skepticism. I think there was only 49% of U.S., 47% uh, of Japan, and 45% of the U.K. Respondents expressed confidence in their respective government's ability to oversee AI right? So that is less than 50% in all of those major countries. And you can contrast that um, to higher trust levels that were recorded in China. 86% of Chinese respondents said they trusted their government, 70% from India, and 60% from Singapore. Now, that I would say is, uh, again, a very, um, a, a very interesting report, right? So let's, let's break down China, for example. China, as we know, the respondents there likely had the government. They know that the government can see what they're doing. So do you think that asking a Chinese citizen who's being actively spied on or watched by their government, if they trust their government to do something, would say yes or no? You know, so there's definitely a big conflict there. Um, India, though, I think is probably not going to experience that same conflict, and they probably genuinely have trust of their government. Now, one thing I will say about India, though, the caveat there is that um, I believe their their Prime Minister Modi, if you look at the statistics of approval ratings by country, Modi, I think, has the highest approval rating of any elected uh, government official in the world. And so, you know, maybe that is a reason why uh, people there have trust that he's going to make the right move. Um, I don't know too much about his policies or politics, but just from like data I see, he is the most uh, he has the highest approval rating. Uh, maybe there's caveats there. People from India can let me know. Um, so that may also impact that. Singapore, 60%. I, I don't have much to say about that. But I think despite a lot of lowering trust levels in recent times, I think Americans continue to kind of have an overall positive perception of technology as underscored by Edelman's annual trust barometer report um, that actually came out to say Americans generally trust technology. So Daniel Colson, who is the executive director of the Artificial Intelligence Policy Institute, which advocates a more kind of circumspect approach to AI rollout, um, said to Axios recently, quote, Americans are wary about the next stages of AI and want policymakers to step in to develop it responsibly. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see where this goes, um, to see what kind of policy is rolled out, and to see who is in charge of it. Definitely something we'll be following very closely in the future. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. 
If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.